What's going on, Pickle Pals? Welcome back to another edition of Stickles Pickles. We are in week five. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good guess. Yeah. Good guess. Week five of the college football season. What a week last week, Bill. What a yeah. week for the pod. Yeah, great week. great week for the pod. Both had some uh, good wins. Both hot pickles hit. First time ever in podcast history for us. Exactly. Um, I had two heartbreakers of losses. Yes. I could have had a huge week. Still had a good week, but uh, yeah, overall good for both of us. Yep, five, three, and one for myself. Four and three for Big Bill. And if you listen, if you were, uh oh, yeah, there it is. There's the locked and loaded, and I, and I already got myself on it earlier. So <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> there, uh, uh, if you listen to the pickle chips, the pickle chips are even better. The pickle chips went eight yeah. three, yeah, which huge. was. Big. So, so in, yeah, in total, I know we throw those out at the end, but there's some gems in there because we do some research yeah. on that too. It's not just you know kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So yeah, um, so in total, if you took all of our picks, you would have went uh, seventeen and nine and one. Seventeen nine Let's and go. one. Oh, okay, clap it up for us. That's huge. Seventeen and nine. Seventeen nine and one. Seventeen nine and With one two- after the first few weeks we had. I know with two with two money line winners too. So yeah, um, you know that's that's outstanding. You're it's pretty damn good. You're not, you're not gonna get a better. You're not gonna, no no podcast out there is gonna give you better bit more winners at yeah. than that. What's um, that. What's that? What's uh, that win percentage? Um, is that math, math is that we hard, don't want to do Bill. right now? Seventeen. Here, yeah, you keep so, talking. You keep talking. I'll uh, I'll I'll crunch some numbies. Um. Yes, it was a great week. A great week for football. We talked about it, you know, uh, you know, before we got into the picks about how many ranked games there were. Six total ranked games, um, or, or two, six total games where two both teams were ranked in the top twenty-five. Um, just a great week of football, you know. We yeah. had it was a uh, it was awesome. Um, if you stayed to stayed up to watch the uh, uh, IU game, it Gross. really really dampened your. Gross. Um, attitude towards the day. I did think there was kind of a bit of a lull in like the afternoon games. Maybe it's just because I didn't have very much action. Yes, yeah, that's uh, why I was. Uh, I was pretty. I had a couple pickle chip games, and then I was revved up for that Notre Dame Ohio State game. So yeah, that was a that was a that was a great game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had I had Maryland was the only team I had in action, um, and everything else was pretty just kind of like there wasn't like a lot of any, like close games or you know. Yeah. Early afternoon games like Clemson and Florida State, and um, that's really the only one I can remember because yeah. that was when I was paying very close attention to. Yeah, um, I was too, and that was that was one of my uh, heartbreakers. Oh yeah, big big heartbreaker. Notre Dame, huge heartbreaker. Um, yeah, there and it, you know it was it was just a it was a, it was a good week of football. We were we were seeing the board well. We were I think. I think we were pretty. Cl- Clemson would have been a big one for me. I mean, I had IU in my picks. That was a terrible, terrible pick. Um, so, yeah, IU's not good. No, and f- fuck Ryan Day too for um, kicking that extra kicking that extra point when he didn't need to either. Um, I saw Paul Stone, um, you know, mention it. It's like you know they they go they get that field or they score that touchdown with one second left. They make it. They're gonna have to go kick it out. Yeah, they're gonna have to go kick a uh, a kickoff, but. Why even risk them blocking the extra point and, oh, yeah. um, you know, just take the knee, give yeah. us the cover, and yeah. we're laughing. We're looking at we're looking at six two and one. I had Notre Dame money line, so I was uh, yeah. I was heartbroken. And then you you find out after the game they don't even have eleven players on the field for that where he scored the ball with by two inches or whatever it was. Um, yeah, I mean, that's gaff it. at coaching. I don't I don't understand how that. And I heard his explanation after the game. He said, "Well, I, you know, we couldn't risk a penalty there. You're you're getting half the distance to the goal. Like, what do you mean? It's not like, you know, like risk the risk the penalty." Yeah, he said, "We, we, we just didn't want to. We just want to take the penalty right there." So I was like, "Okay, so you're, it's the Wait. last play of the game, and you're going to only play with ten players." It was a conscious decision to play with ten players. You know that you're, you play with the eleven, guy, right? The guy going to run off the field, and they call him back. And they didn't want to. They didn't want the substitution to happen. Like they didn't want to call the play. So he's like, "I mean, I mean, I, I get it, but like at the, at the same time, too, like you got like, wasn't there a timeout right before then, too, or did they call, or did they rush up there and, and snap it? I don't remember. I, I don't way, remember either. You got to, you got to be locked in, and you can't yeah. give up that. You can't give up that pass play right before. Well, that was and, the and then two or three plays before that, guy on defense has it in his hands for the inter- 
game yeah. ending oh, interception. Yeah. yeah. Drops yeah. it. Goes yeah. right through his hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, uh, you know, uh, heartbreaking. I, I, and I, I had that. Uh, I, I bet pretty large, uh, more than a few units on the money line there. And then I had Notre Dame in my, in a Ford leg parlay, everything else oh, God. in the day. And that would have been a massive win for me, but, but again, we're not bitter. <laughs> we're not bitter. We're on no, a week we're, we're yeah. five and we're still a winning week. Um, yeah. we'll get the punishments yes, at, uh, at the end of the show. Yep. We're, we're looking to week five here. And, uh, you know, for how good of a week week four was in terms of matchups and, and games, man, week four, week five is, uh, is going to be, it's going to be a grinder of a, of a week. I have some teams in my picks that you're going to, you know, people are going to ask, what are you doing looking there? (laughs) I had to dig deep in some of the, I had to go some dark corners of college football to find some of these picks. So exactly. But even though, even though these games are rough, it's gonna be a. We still. It's it's a uh, one. It's a it's a week of college football. We treasure yeah. them all, and we yep. we we dug through there like truffle pigs, sniffing around, finding those winners, baby. There you go. We're, we're keeping up. We're keeping the trend going. We're, There's value everywhere. Value everywhere, and I think we found. I think we're finding them. One yep. more time before we get into the picks. Uh, Want to talk about you know plug, plug the socials, um, you know. Sticks picks CFB on Twitter at sticks pick at stick it's S T I C K picks CFB at um, on Twitter. You can just you can just search Stickles Pickles as well. You got to remember to put in the apostrophe S um, for Stickles Pickles, and we'll we'll pull up on Twitter. And we're pretty active this weekend on Twitter, so um, yeah, we're if you if you are looking for some live picks or looking for some action uh, afternoon night games, that'd be a great way to you know keep up. Exactly, exactly. We're posting our picks there. Um, I need to get better. I, I hand up. I have not been doing a good job of, of uh, updating the action network. Um, so, you know, if you're following along there, I see we have a couple followers on there now. Um, if you're following along for that, I will try to uh, be better about getting our picks on there. Um, but Twitter is the best place to do it or the show, you know, obviously. Um, we're on all podcast platforms, so you can find us anywhere. Um, plug, you know, if you're listening, we appreciate it. Tell, tell your friends, let's get, let's, let's bring this, bring the pickle, bring, increase the pickle pals tenfold. Yeah. Um, cause we're just trying to share the love out there. We're just trying exactly. to share the winners, sharing exactly. the glory. Um, and you know, you can always email us at stickles, pickles, CFB at gmail.com. So, Perfect. uh, feel free to hit us up. All right. You want to get in some picks? Let's get into some picks, baby. You want to go Where first or me? Want, uh, I think I'll go first. I think you went first last time. So, right. um, I am going to Thursday night, and there's a lot of bad – these games on Thursday night are a reek. But I do see some value uh, on the late game there on Thursday night, Jacksonville State versus Sam Houston. Yep. Taking the game, Cox. Yep. Minus six and a half. Um, yep. You mentioned them. We've talked about Sam Houston on the pod before. They're terrible on offense. Uh, yeah, they're the worst well, offense in the country. The worst offense in the country. Jacksonville State's not great on defense, but they um, they do have a solid rushing attack. Their quarterback has been there for seven years. Will seven? Yeah, he got yeah. he got like three medical red shirts. Um, Logan. So Sanders. very. Ex- very yeah, very experienced quarterback, um, very uh, you know, and a good like a good rushing offense. Um, Sam Houston's winless so far as they make their jump to FCS. I think this is Jacksonville State's first season as an F, as an FB sorry Correct. FBS. Yep. Um, but you know, just a little bit more, um, a little more experience there, um, and I just think that you know, there's. They're gonna they're gonna find a way to score. I also look to the under for this game because I think this is gonna be a really low scoring game. But I think Jacksonville State's able to find the end zone a couple times, and I don't think Sam Houston does much with the ball. Yeah, so that's actually my uh, first pick as well, um, and actually it's my favorite pick of the weekend. So yep. Jacksonville State minus six and a half against Sam Houston. Sam Houston's awful. Like I said, they're the worst offense in the country. They're averaging three point three points a game, um, and. You said all the things. Jacksonville State is a great running game. 
uh, they can do on the ground with Malik Jackson. Uh, Logan Smothers actually runs the ball as well, too. So um, they have this kind of dual threat uh, RPO. They do a lot of RPO uh, action at, in the backfield. So I, I expect uh, Jacksonville State to be able to put up some numbers on the ground. Um, you know, and once they start get, getting the ball going on the ground, they can start doing the pass game. So um, get a lot of static there. Um, so I, I just, yeah, I expect Jacksonville State to run all over them. Um, Sam Houston can't score the ball. So we're Making good there. Up. Nice, nice. And we were undefeated on picks last week that we both agreed on. So uh, Notre Dame, well, you were money line, but I went spread for Notre Dame and we had Air, we both had Air Force. So, I mean, yeah. what more do you need to say there? Come on, yeah. Um, so you went, you, you also went Jacksonville State. So we're both on Jacks, yes. we're both on the Gamecocks of Jacksonville State there. Um, then I'm going to go ahead and go to my next game, which is Friday night, the late night game. I was high on them to begin the season. Um, I think last week was a bit of a, we got caught in a little bit of a look ahead spot there in Washington State, uh, even though they really didn't need to be because I think it, they were ranked. So, yeah. um, but getting, getting Utah at home, they're a top 10 team. Corvallis is a tough place to play, tough place to get to, tough place to travel. Um, and they're going to be hyped up for this game. The really, you know, this is, this is a, this is more of a spot play looking at, you know, some numbers in terms of, uh, you know, where the, where the big money's being, being placed and, uh, you know, the percentage of bets being played. So 56% of the bets have been laid on, uh, Utah so far, but over 85% of the money is on Oregon state. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a. That's a huge. That's forty one percent difference right there, um, you know. So it's a, it's a big, 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 big old uh, discrepancy there. Yeah. Um, so I like the Beavs at home. I think they, I think they bounced back. They showed some life there against Washington State. I think they got down. I wasn't able to watch that game, um, but they got yeah. down. Yeah, they got, got down, down pretty. I think it was 28 to seven at one point. Uh, they ended yeah. up scoring 21 points in the fourth quarter. I, I watched every minute of that game. I was all over Washington state. So good win for me, but they actually ended up only winning by three. So it was a, uh, it was a, I think over a three score. Um, I think at one point they got it up to like 24, but um, yeah. Yeah. No, Oregon state came back eventually kind of made it a game there towards the end. Um, it, it, it looked like Washington state was kind of pulling out by that point. Um, but yeah, I actually have the same exact pick. I got Oregon State minus three and a half against Utah. So um, if you watch any any Utah games, you know their their strength is the D, but they cannot really score the ball. Um, Cam Rising still not back. He's kind of split in time, is what I read online today with with Nate Johnson. Uh, Nate Johnson still should get the majority of the reps. Um, but yeah, Utah can't really score. I think the highest they've scored this year was thirty one points. That was against Weber State. So um, yeah, fourteen seven win against UCLA. Yeah. Um, and then they only – what was the score of that Florida game? Like, it was pretty – I think it was, it was like, like 11 to 24. Yeah, that's right. So, Something like that. I think so, I think Beavs are going to be riding Beavs that momentum should, with you. Yeah, Beavs should should put up numbers. Sean Fenwick had three touchdowns last week. Um, and DJ Ungalele can get after on the ground too. I think it's going to be a lot like the Jackson State game I just said where they're going to set it up on the run and eventually they're just going to go long ball. Um, so – Run's gonna run's gonna dominate here, even though Utah has a stout uh, front line on defense. Um, I expect Oregon State to kind of control this game, and, and ironically on the offensive side, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, if they can run the ball, that's what they want to do. They want to do that play, and then go off play action with DJ. Yep. Um, use his strong arm to get the the ball out to his receivers and tight ends. So, um, yeah, this is the, like I said, this is this is purely. This is purely spot and then looking at the numbers. Um, yeah. And I think Oregon State's pretty disappointed how they played against Washington State. I think they're going to come out and be all sorts of revved up for Utah. This is another big game for them. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily a must win, but I mean. Pretty kinda, much, though. Yeah. Kinda, I mean, they got this yeah. one and then they got, uh, they already got one loss. They have to play um, Oregon and I think they have to play Washington State. Yeah. Um, not Washington State. They have to play Washington no, they have to play, play Washington, Oregon. Yeah. Um, I, I, they, I, I think they may have to play. Um, they play USC again. They play USC as well again. I'd have to look. But, uh, I but yeah, know. I mean, you're, you know, this is. But I, I think this is going to be one. This is why I, I didn't necessarily take. Uh, Want to take uh, 
a team, a Pac-12 team to make the playoffs. I think they're going to cannibalize themselves. They don't. They don't. Are they do? I'm sorry. That's the state. That's the standings. Where the freak is the schedule? Are you um, looking for Oregon State's or Utah's? Oregon State's. But for some reason, we'll, I'll tell I you what. You. Action Networks. Um, Action Networks. Uh, website is maybe the worst website of all time yeah um hold on i'm pulling it up wanna, right now i just want to look at their whole schedule Let's... yeah so they got utah next uh cal ucla actually they have a pretty easy schedule going mm-hmm. going through so they have utah here um which they're ranked 10th but they're not they're not the number 10 team in the country uh california ucla arizona colorado stanford they end um washington comes to oregon state and Oregon State goes to Oregon last game of the year. So last yeah. two games are going to be massive. Um, ideally, they're in, you know, peak form, but I, I would say so is Washington. And Oregon's the real deal. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they look good. I, I you know, in that Colorado game, I was that I, I was saying that I think that was going to be the uh, – Terrible. It was going to be the, the reckoning. The reckoning yeah. for Colorado there. Um and uh, you saw all that all the social media shit that came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a like, bad yeah, yeah, tough, tough, tough. Yeah. Um, but let's get on to the next pick here. Uh, yeah. This is one that I think will be, uh, I think is fun, and uh, and that is the uh, going to the SEC. I gave him out my pickle chips are one of the few losers, but um, I was playing the wrong number because uh, really when you're playing when you're trying to gamble on the Vanderbilt Commodores. You don't gamble on spread. You gamble on the total. And I'm taking the over with when Missouri comes to te- comes to Nashville. Um, overs are four zero oh, and one in Vanderbilt games so far this year. AJ Swan um, is a he's not good, but he can throw it. He can throw. They have good, they have a couple good wide receivers, and their defense is atrocious. So <laughs> and they play pretty fast. Missouri has gotten some big wins. Um, they had a nail. They had a kind of nail biter against uh, Memphis last week, only winning by a touchdown. When you know Memphis didn't really play that way, they turned the ball over like three times. Um, so you know Me- Missouri's kind of a, you know they they are are undefeated. They they are ranked. Um, they had the big win against Kansas State, but I think they kind of play down to their opponents a little bit. So yeah. Um, but like I said, that Vanderbilt defense is bad. So I think that. Vandy's going to be able to score, and Missouri's going to figure out. Missouri's going to find the end zone too. So the uh, the numbers fifty four and a half, not outrageous, a little a little high, but we're riding that over trend with uh, with the commies. They like they don't like that. The Commodores. Um, so take the over over Vanderbilt Missouri over fifty four and a half. I like it. Uh, I'm actually staying on Friday night, and I hate to do this. I bet on this team. I think twice this year already so this will be a third time um but i'm taking louisville minus two and a half Ooh. against nc state so i think the actual line is minus three and a half right now i'm buying a point i don't trust that three and a half uh, uh the point what's the what's the odds then uh it's minus 136 i want to say all right buying points yeah suspect but that's what whatever Playing it smart here. I got screwed by the hook last week. Uh, I do think this is actually going to be a pretty close game. Um, although Louisville has the fifth best total offense in the country, which is crazy to hear. Um, NC State can, can play some good D. So uh, NC State's not going to really score the ball. Nothing about their offense really jumps off the page. They don't really have any great playmakers. I mean, their ground game is mediocre at best. Um, but I, I think Louisville actually has the opposite. I think they do have playmakers. They got that uh, Jahar, or sorry, yeah, Jahar Jordan. Almost has 500 yards in the season, which is crazy. Um, so he's averaging over over 100 yards a game. Um, Jake Plummer, 10 TDs, four interceptions. So he's actually, I mean, we saw him in person. He looked pretty damn good, at least in the first half of that game. He had some balls. Um, yeah. He had four or five touchdowns last week. So, um, you know, he's, he's starting to turn it on. Um, so I'm taking Louisville here, minus two and a half, on the road at NC State. It, it's, it could be a tough game. I just think Louisville scores the ball enough. Um, and, you know, I, I think they get a turnover here and there. Scares me to say that this is such a team. I've like I've watched so much Louisville football for no reason. I'm not a Louisville fan at all. It's just they always play on these like random nights where it's like they've had two Friday night. They've had a Thursday exactly. night and two Friday night games already. And, and I've been and we were at the only Saturday game they played. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've I've watched every every I've watched at least a few minutes of every Louisville game, if not the whole game. So I'm taking Louisville here minus two and a half. I I think they are right for 
they're you know they're they're obviously not you know a, they're they're right for I say they're right for an upset but like you know they're I don't they're are they ranked um Louisville yeah I don't think they're no. ranked nope but I you know they're gonna get picked I this I don't know if this is the week I looked at NC State I thought about taking NC State um because you know it's a night game on the road their first true um it's not I don't think it is their first true road game I take that back because I tech well no it is their first true road game I mean they yeah, went to Georgia Tech. Yeah, but that was technically at Atlanta, right? Yeah, at at yeah. the Mercedes Benz Dome or whatever it's called. Yep. Um, so you know this is their first true road game. Uh, Raleigh's a tough place to play. They gave Notre Dame a game early, um, yeah. and so this uh, is Brent, a. Sorry, go ahead. We said Brandon Armstrong has given them problems in the past. Uh, back when, uh, the. He was with this his now coordinator at NC State was the coordinator at Virginia when Virginia did beat Louisville. These are you know it's two separate teams. Um, Louisville's playing well right now. I mean, what did they put up yeah. seventy points or something like that or sixty something points against Boston College? Um, uh, yeah, last yeah, they week. put it on them pretty damn good. And this will be the best defense Louisville's seen all year. I mean, you can make an argument for IU, but not that game. That was tough to watch. Um, not Akron. Yeah. Statistically, statistically, this is the best defense that uh, they've seen all years. But I mean, they're ranked fifth in total offense. They're, they're yep. scoring. They're scoring the ball. They know how to score. Brown's got them humming. So I, I'm taking Louisville here. I don't blame you. Um, I I like the pick. I like the pick. I I, I may need some more Friday action. I may have to ride. Um, my next game, I'm going back to the Big Ten. And I am going back to the well with the Penn State Nittany Lions. I'm laying a big number, yep. 27 and a half. Uh, they go to Evanston to take on the Northwestern Wildcats. Uh, Northwestern coming off a huge come-from-behind uh, overtime thriller against Minnesota. Um, I just think I think Northwestern falls back to earth here. This is a, a much different caliber of team than the Gophers. Yeah, and I mean the Gophers should be one and three. They should have lost to Nebraska week one. Um, they're not a great team. Obviously, they are. You know, they they showed they showed their ass last week. Yep. Penn State's a good Penn State's a good team. They're going to be able to score the ball, and I don't think I don't think Northwestern's going to be able to do much of anything on offense against that defense. So I agree. Uh, laying the big number. Um, the Penn State did me well last week. Covered a a, a double digit as a double digit favorite in Champaign, and could have gotten alternate spread spread line on that because they they did they did work there. So uh, I'm trusting the Nittany Lions again to cover a big number. Cool. Yeah, I actually have a, a little nugget in that game in my pickle chip, so we'll come back to that later. Oh, um, my was this my fourth pick. Um, this is another one of those nooks and crannies game that you would never watch, but it's on and there's a line and uh, I see some value there. So I'm taking the uh, Louisiana Tech money line against UTEP. So I think Louisiana Tech is a, technically a one point underdog. So that would be plus 110 or something like that for the money line. Um, UTEP's not good. Granted, Louisiana Tech's not good. Um, but UTEP on average, uh, scores less than 20 points a game. Uh, they're one of the worst passing teams in the country. I think they're 132nd out of 133. Uh, Louisiana Tech statistically has one of the best secondaries in the country. You know, you can argue who's Louisiana Tech playing. Nobody. But UTEP, I don't <laughs> think brings uh, UTEP. No. I don't think brings a high-powered offense either. So uh, I think UTEP is going to try to either start out airing the ball out. They're going to get stopped. They're going to get you know in, in long third and long. You know third and eight, third and tens. Uh, and then eventually later in the game, they're going to try to start running the ball. By that point, Louisiana Tech's already been scoring, maybe up two scores. Um, UTEP's just not able to claw back. They're not going to be able to fill the ball down the field. So, Also, uh, UTEP's given up like 240 yards on the ground two games ago, and they gave up over 300 last game. Uh, atrocious run defense. So um, if Louisiana Tech can have any success running the ball, um, which I strongly think they will, um, and you know, throw in the uh, the pass there a little bit. I think Louisiana Tech gets up early and stays on top. Yeah, we talked about that. And their quarterback is uh, Hank Brockmeyer, who is don't understand how he's still playing college football. Yeah, um, explosive explosive team last year. Uh, UTEP another victim to the Northwestern Wildcats, who yeah. got blown out by them actually. Um, 
I looked at this game too. This it's another Friday night game. So you got you've got you've got all three Friday night games. Is it? I thought it was. I thought that was no. Saturday. It's, it's no. It's done. It's nine o'clock on Friday. So you've got. Oh, you've so got, I went out of order. That's all right. Who cares? Um, so yeah, you've got, you've got, you've got, you've got, you got uh, he, you, t- you, t- Louisiana Tech, Oregon State, and, um, Louisville. So you're, hey, when, when you see value, you see value. I mean, we need, you know, there's football on, baby. We got, got to need something to bet on. Yeah, Papa's going to bet it. Yeah, sure That's did. Right. And I really, I really wanted to take Western Kentucky too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I looked at them too. Um, and, and Cincinnati, I wanted to take Cincinnati with the spread. Like it was a, it was a two and a half. They were plus two and a half earlier today. I'll go back and look at it later this evening. They're minus two and a half all of a sudden. Yeah. So uh, that shifted pretty heavily. Yeah, it's a it's interesting lines. I, there, there may be some, some chip. There, you know, it's where the chips come in, baby. Um, yep. My next pick. Uh, I'm also staying in the state of Texas, uh, but I am going to. The capital, Austin, great name, and yeah. I'm taking the the Longhorns minus sixteen and a half against Kansas. Yep. Kansas is ranked top twenty five. Um, yep. They've been good, but um, they Kansas beat Texas last year. Um, they've lost a couple times badly to to Kansas in an embarrassing fashion. These fans don't forget it. They're not going to let this team forget it. This Texas team is real good. Um, I I think that. Kansas will be able to score, but not to the effect that they're going to need to, obviously. So it's 16 and a half is the spread. I'm taking I'm taking uh, Texas to cover a big number. I think this game's probably close early on, and then Texas pulls away uh, in the second half, um, get some big plays, maybe get some turnovers on uh, Jalen Daniels um, and setting up short field for Quinn Ewers. And I think just the, the town will overwhelm the Jayhawks here uh, yeah. and – you know, I think this is a this is a different Texas team than what we've seen in the past. This this team doesn't this team doesn't choke for sure. Yeah, I like the uh, I was actually looking at the over pretty hard for this game. Um, it's very yeah. high. I looked at yeah, it too. Yeah, Texas is going to score. I think Kansas. I watched a lot of that Kansas game last week. They looked pretty good. Um, obviously, completely different level of competition now. But um, yeah, I think it's a good pick. I, I I looked at that pretty hard. You said sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. I. I really like um, Kansas's coach, uh, who I'm blanking on his name now. He was the coach at Buffalo, and uh, oh, back when Buffalo was like ranked for those few years. Back when, yeah, back when Buffalo was yeah. was really good, like a, a top MAC team. Yeah. And you know, I think he'll have him prepared, but their defense isn't good. Um, yep. They're not, you know, not a not a juggernaut when it comes to when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. And man, Texas has got some. Quinn Ewers looks like he's you know going to be. Probably leading, you know, leading for the Heisman, you know, next year. Because yeah. um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to come down to, honestly, it's probably going to come down to Penix and Caleb Williams. Um, Which we both got Penix, right? For, I have him at least for the. No, you do. I, well, I have Drake May. Drake May, I think, still in the, may still be in the conversation. Yeah. Marvin Harrison is uh, Dunzo. Um, yeah. But that was my two uh, Heisman, Heisman picks there. But yeah, I mean, if you dig a little bit deeper into the numbers, um, you know, they're this is a, a good on good when it comes to offense and defense. Um you know, Texas's Texas's defense has been good this year and the offense has been has been mediocre, but they've but you know, they play people. They've played yeah. Alabama, they've played uh um you know, they've they've, they've had some stiff competition. Baylor already um, whereas Kansas, you know, they've played Illinois, Nevada. I, I thought BYU might be the worst Big Twelve team in the in the uh, conference this year, but yeah, um, not so fast. Yeah, perfect. All right. Well, um, yeah, I'm going to another dark spot game, and I am going to it's a noon game. Uh, I'm taking James Madison minus three and a half against South Alabama Jaguars. Ooh, so I, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Like I said, you yep. gotta find value where you can find value. So uh, a lot of work. There's a lot of words in those schools, <laughs> man. Yeah. So um, so James Madison undefeated this year. South Alabama two and two. Um, ironically, both teams can can kind of move the ball and, and put some numbers up. So James Madison scored over 35 points in three out of the four games. Um, 
and they have a good way. They they beat Troy two weeks ago. I'm actually high on Troy. I think Troy's a pretty damn good team. Um, they've kind of had a, a little bit of a tough schedule, but I'm telling you, keep an eye out for Troy. Um, South Alabama, uh, you, nothing crazy. Um, although they did have a uh, a good win against Oklahoma State earlier in the year. So, uh, but when it comes down to point or when it comes down to the stats, Chase Madison can just move the ball better than uh, South Alabama can on the ground and in the air. Um, I, I think they kind of dominate the run game here. South Alabama's run defense isn't the best. Uh, James Madison has a running back and. I just learned this guy's name like three hours ago, so don't judge me. Um, but uh, 50 carries for 300 yards, so he's averaging just right around uh, six yards of carry. Um, they have a their quarterback, McLeod. Don't Say his name. name. Say the running back's name. <laughs> you said you learned uh, it. Kalon Black. That wasn't that hard. K-A-E-L-O-N. Kalon? K-A-E-L-O-N. Kalon? Kaylin, Kalon, yeah, dude. Kaylin. I don't know. Kaylin, I'll go Kaylin. Kaylin. I'll go Kaylin. Kaylin. Kaylin Black. <laughs> uh, quarterback Jordan McLeod's doing pretty good. Has uh, just under a thousand yards throwing, eight TDs, two interceptions. Uh, I, yeah, I just think James Madison's gonna be able to move the ball. Uh, I don't trust South Alabama that much. Um, this is a, a nooks and crannies game. Minus three and a half, James uh, Madison. I'm taking it. I looked at that. I, looked at, I was actually looking at the other side uh, at South Alabama. Um, they have a soft spot in my heart because head coach of South Alabama, former IUDC, Kane Womack. Oh. Um, and uh, they did they did, did lose money on them in the bowl game last year. They were pretty good yep. last year. Um, I think they won the – I don't know if they won or if they were close to winning the Sun Belt last year. Um, but, yeah, they're they're frisky. They're a frisky team for sure. So that was kind of what scared me away. Um, James Madison's good too, though. I think they may yep. be one of the better, you know, best of group five teams. I agree. Um, like to pick. I'm going to a dark game. All this right. is this is a game that you probably don't need to watch. But if you want to watch some weird football, uh, weird fun football, I should say, weird fun, like weird in a good way, you're gonna go. You're gonna want to go down to Nolens. You're going to want to turn on that UAB two-lane game. Come on now. And you're going to want to watch the pigskin fly around. <laughs> we're taking the over, 58 and a half. Oh, let's UAB, go. sixth in the country in pace. They get off. They they don't hold the ball very long, but they have they get a lot of plays in. And they yeah. chuck it around the foot. They chuck it around the yard. Um, they're not particularly great at it, but they can't. They, they are going to play fast. They're going to throw it around. Yeah. Um, their defense is real bad. Their defense is atrocious. <laughs> um, Which and sets so Tulane, a blow for the over. Exactly. Such so again, we're we're seeing a theme here. Yeah. One team, a team that's a team that's got a terrible defense, but a semi competent offense against a better team usually results in in an over. So um, that's what that's what my thinking is at least. Yeah. So, and Tulane is is the is the jewel of. Are they in the Are they in the Sun Belt? No, they're the, they're the AAC. They're in the American. So you know they're the jewel of the American. You know they beat um, whoever the hell it was USC. They beat, they beat USC last year in the uh, in the you know whatever that bowl was. Um, yeah. So you know this is a this is a team that can score. Um, I don't know if they have their quarterback back though. Um, that's kind of been the only thing. Their offensive numbers haven't been super great. Um, Pratt is his name. Let me see if he's back. But uh, he may be hurt. Tulane Pratt. Tulane Pratt. Tulane Pratt. Michael Pratt. Mm. Um, set to return against Nichols State, it looks like. So uh, we still got to wait one more week. But, in the, but still, if you look at how Tulane's been scoring, you know, he's still been putting up numbers. Um Oh no, he was back. They played Nickel State last week, so he Pratt's back. They put up thirty six points against Nickel State. Um, like I said, UAB's real, real bad. Trent Dilfer is their coach, who has no previous coaching experience in college football aside from he coached in high some high school somewhere. Yeah. So um, the overs in in UAB games three and one. 
So they're an over team, similar to Vandy. Um, I think Tulane. I think I think this game's gonna gonna fly over. So we're taking the over at fifty eight and a half. All right. I don't hate it. I'll probably throw some some scratch on there too. Perfect. All right, cool. I am going to an evening game or an early evening, I should say, and I am taking the LSU Tigers minus two and a half against the Ole Miss Rebels. Mm. So, um, so LSU. I mean, they're getting into good form. They had that early loss. They didn't look great against FSU um, early in the season, first week of the season. Um, since then, I mean, they put it on. Grambling State, 72 to 10. Uh, they kind of been ramping up just their level of play. So, um, Mississippi State beat them 41 14. Arkansas is actually a pretty good game. I don't know if you caught any of that, but uh, they beat Arkansas by three at home. So, uh, Arkansas actually showing some strength there. Ole Miss coming off a loss against Alabama. They looked like hot garbage uh, in that Alabama game last week. So, they lost 24 to 10. Overall, LSU is going to be able to move the ball a lot better than Ole Miss can. Um, Jane Daniels, I mean, he's he's killing it right now. Uh, 12 TDs, two interceptions. Uh, Ole Miss quarterback, Jake Dart, I want to say. Uh, Jackson Dart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has the yards are there. Touchdowns, not necessarily. Seven touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, decent QBR right now. More or less, it comes down to LSU has the seventh best uh, offense in the country. LSU, not the greatest at, at scoring. Uh, I just think LSU is going to be able to outpower them on the offensive side. Uh, and get the stops when they need to. Uh, big game for both teams. Um, but, yeah, I just think uh, – and this is at – oh, it's at Ole Miss. But um, either way, I'm taking LSU minus two and a half here. Nice. I just uh, – I made a mistake. It's 59 and a half for that UAB Tulane okay. uh, on FanDuel. So, um, cool. But, yeah, I like that. I looked at that one as well. It's tough for me to take road. Um Road favorites. R- road favorites in in SEC. Yeah, um, fair enough. You know, it's a that's uh, a tough. I know uh, Ole Miss is a tough place to play, but I like I if you if you if you you know held a gun to my head, I'd probably go LSU as well. Um, yeah. for for a lot of the same reasons that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, it's a they can just score. Good. They can score the yeah. ball. Um, they Not really away by the same it. defenses. Statistically, so it's not yeah. kind of a wash there. I'm not really blown away by Ole Miss's defense though either. So, no, um, I think they'll be. I think they'll be a, a good game, but I think you're right. I think that you know LSU can can get the job done. Um, my last game before my hot pickle is uh, another. This is this is going to be. It's not a like a, a dark place to you know uh, a you know two no name teams, but um, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be an ugly football game. Um, I'm going to Lincoln, Nebraska, and oh. and I'm taking the under in the Lincoln and the Nebraska Michigan game, under 39 and a half. This not this total has fallen by seven points, I believe, oh mainly gosh. because it's, they're expecting it to be uh, windy, yeah, windy, okay. windy day down there, like somewhere 18, you know, 15 to to 20 mile an hour winds. Um, there is a system out there. Let's see if I can pull the numbers up real quick. There's a system out there for uh, based off of windy windy unders, and that's that's the big thing when it comes to weather related. It's not really about the rain or the snow. It's about the wind when it comes to weather affecting totals and games. And uh, this this qualifies according to a according to a uh, a system that I like to play about um, you know windy unders and the looks like actually it's yeah. Um, the system went away though, but, uh, yeah, eight, it looks like it, they're calling for about 18 mile an hour winds there, but also you look at the two teams, Nebraska, you know, we've watched, they, they've made the change at quarterback and that's kind of ignited that they've kind of, that's kind of ignited their offense. Um, but still, you know, they, they took, they played, they scored 35 against Northern Illinois, Northern Illinois, like, okay, good for them. Yep. Yep. They scored 28 against Louisiana tech, you know, but that, that, that took them a while. They, they, that offense wasn't humming or anything like that. Their offense isn't great. And they had 14 against Colorado and 10 against um, uh, freaking what's their face is Minnesota. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not a potent offense. Michigan's got one of the best defenses in the country. Um, they're going to make this, they're going to make this quarterback try to beat him with his arm. And I don't and think he that's can. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but at the same time, 
Michigan's offense doesn't really blow me away either. This is going to be their first big road test of the season. Um, Nebraska's going to be up for it. The defense at Nebraska is competent. I'm yeah. not going to say they're. I'm not going to you know sit here and say they're you know excellent or anything like that. But I think if they can control the run and limit the big plays, you know they can kind of keep this game close, keep it close and low scoring. I don't. I, I don't think they score, like, maybe at all. I think it may be, you know, a... 14-7. Well, even if it's like a game like it was, I think I could see it being similar to what the Michigan's game was last week against Rutgers, 31-7. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we're... I, I think Nebraska maybe, you know, if they get to 10, then we're maybe a little nervous. But, like, 28-10, where, or, or, you know... 2810 28 or or you know 30 31-7 again yeah. like you know we're we're co- they're covering their number cuz they're they're a 17 point 17 and a half point favorite so that's they're kind of, that's kind of what Vegas is I guess thinking is that you know it's it's going to be rather the, the total opened at 46 and a half so you know maybe a little bit closer but yeah it's it's going to be tough to throw the ball with that wind um and both teams are going to you know try try to run the ball I think so that that's conducive for an under for me. All right, cool. I don't mind it. Um, look at you digging into the uh, meteorology report. Yeah, well, like I said, we it's this week is tough. You got you got to find look at any way you can. Yeah. You know, so if I got if I got to go down, if I got to drive out to Nebraska and you know lick my finger and put it up in the air, you know, that's what yeah. I'll do. Got to do what you got to do. Um. All right, hot pickles. Uh, you want to do hot pickles or you want to do pickle chips real quick? You can do pickle chips because I have better pickle chips uh, yeah. than my hot pickle. So <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, so my pickle chips. I have the Purdue money line versus Illinois. I got Texas State minus five and a half versus Southern Miss. Uh, I got Men- Memphis minus three and a half. Uh, Georgia State minus one and a half against Troy. I have the Northwestern uh, team total points under 16 and a half. I have Georgia minus 14 and a half. Yes, yes, yes. I forgot about that Georgia game. Yeah, um, I actually really I I I'm still going to bet it. I didn't want to give it as a pick, but I'm I'm going to bet that uh yeah, yeah, minus 14 and a half is a good number for me. Yeah, for Georgia against Auburn. Yeah, I okay. I'm I'm riding. I'll probably be betting that too. Kentucky has legal sports gambling tomorrow. Oh, big day for you. Big day, big day, big weekend. So yeah. it stinks that it couldn't have been one weekend earlier with all this co- awesome college football. But um, but yeah, it, it, we're gonna be throwing around some money this weekend. So nice. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ride with you with Georgia minus fourteen and a half there for the pickle chips. Um, I'm also um, <laughs> Kentucky or Western Kentucky minus six and a half. Um, Texas A and M minus six and a half. Uh, Louisiana plus 11 and a half against Minnesota. Um, Kentucky minus one and a half. Anything else I'm, I like? Not really. It was this again. This is a tough, tough week. week. Yeah. Month. Oh, uh, Georgia State minus one and a half. Yep. Coastal plus six and a half. Yep. And I looked into that too. I looked into that game. Yep. Fresno State minus 24 and a half. All right. Lock them in. Lock them in. Lock them in. You want to go hot pickle first? I'll do it. And uh, I, I'm not – this is a, a hot pickle more by um, necessity than by yeah. um, actual uh, me liking the game. But I'm going to Arkansas Razorbacks, money line against Texas A&M. Um, they are plus 198. Uh, In Jerry World. Yeah, I was going to say, it's out of neutral field, which I think actually hurts Arkansas. Um, but it's helped them in the past though. This game's been, this game's been really close recently. Yeah. So that's why, that's kind of why I took it. I, I, historically, um, you know, like I said, close game, uh, Arkansas coming off a tough loss against LSU. I think they bounced back hard. I, I think they, you know, got that you know grit on them. Um, Texas A&M kind of beat up on Auburn last week. I, who knows if it's not necessarily a look ahead game at all, but 
you know, they haven't really gotten any good. Uh, they played ULM the week before that, beat the shit out of them. So uh, I, I think Arkansas is playing good competition. They played BYU two weeks ago, uh, Texas A&M, not necessarily. Stat-wise, they're kind of putting up close to the same numbers. Total yards, Texas A&M hasn't beat, but uh, yards allowed, it's roughly the same. So I'm just taking a flyer here in Arkansas. I think there's good uh, value there. I, I think it could potentially be a coin toss, and, and Arkansas can keep it close. I like I look at this guy. I, gave, I just gave out A and M and my pickle chips, um, mainly because of the um, the money, the the big money that's on A and M, and and the amount of bets being played. There's a big, you know, pretty big discrepancy there. So, um, and I, I, you know, I know this game has been been close historically. You know, playing there in Dallas, there's a lot. There's a there's a big um, contingency of Arkansas grads that live in Dallas. So um, it's going to be, it's, you know, obviously it's in, it's in Texas, but it's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of Arkansas fans there too. Yeah. So um, it's, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's never, uh, it's never a dull game, but I, I think a and I, I've liked the way A&M's played here um, recently. You know, they, they took care of business um, in, at Auburn pretty convincingly. Yep. Um, and uh, last week, you know, ran to a buzzsaw in Miami but still, you know, the offense is moving the ball. That's kind of been their problem. Their offense couldn't do anything. And Legman's a good quarterback. So, yeah, um, I don't. I'm not really blown away by Arkansas. Their offense is kind of meh. It's a little lackluster. I mean, yeah. they're putting up. I mean, they're putting up decent numbers. They're and the defense, like right around like like 28 points. Well, the defense isn't very good either. Yeah. Yes. But if they, hey, uh, whatever. Hey, gotta take a flyer here. Gotta take a flyer, and that's <laughs> yeah. kind of what. I, that's kind of what I don't love this. I I don't love it, but I kind of love it. Hey. I don't I don't love it because I'm going against one of my teams. Uh, my hot pickle this week is the Syracuse Orange. Yeah, I love that um, too. Plus two ten at that's home crazy. against the Clemson Tigers. Clemson coming off a heartbreaking loss. Um, again at home against Florida State, they now have two losses on the season. Uh, most likely. Playoff hopes are done. Season shot. Season probably shot. Um, maybe not. You know. You know. You never know. But if they lose at Syracuse, it definitely is. And that's kind of you know. Syracuse is four and zero. They have Schrader at quarterback, who is an experienced guy who can make plays with his feet. Um, which is you know we saw you know what a dual threat quarterbacks can can hurt this Tiger team and in, in, uh, Travis and uh, Riley Leonard for Duke. Um, I don't think Schrader's to that level um, at those, yeah. as those guys, but he is pretty effective. Um, you know, Syracuse can run him, run and pass. This is kind of again a spot. You know, after a huge letdown at home, uh, that 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 game, Clemson was the right side that game. Um, it was just you know just they don't have a kicker, so yeah, that's tough. gonna be that's gonna be tough. Um, so I'm playing I'm playing the orange. You're getting double your money, not bad as a home dog. Uh, it's they've had Clemson's had trouble there in the past. Yeah. Um. So, you know, hoping history can repeat itself. So, again, you know, if you're gonna play our hot pickles, definitely play the spread along with the money line. Yeah. Sprinkle uh, the money line, and then you know, yeah, play the spread. Did you like so last week for our our records? We didn't include the hot pickle pick. Um, but with it, if it hit, we counted as as a double as two double. wins. Do you like that, or would you rather just ha- have you know if you're taking them hot pickle, we just you know factor in the spread instead and just make it make it equal. I like I, I like I like the two game aspect of it. Okay, so all right, but that, and that does add, you know it, it does add a little level of difficulty. Yeah, um, you know so. We should make a rule though that you can't. Um, it has to be over like a certain value. Like it has to be over plus one fifty. All right, I like that hot pickle. Because there, there are so many we could have picked this week that were like plus one twenty. Yeah. Plus one hundred five. What was what was your what was your plus what was uh Arkansas plus one ninety eight? Okay, I mean so that's two pretty big. That's two yeah. pretty uh, money line. All right, I agree. So you, your hot pickle has to be at least plus one fifty or more. Um, and it's going to count for two, but do- doesn't count against your record if you lose. But if you hit it, it counts for two wins. Two. Yep. Makes the math a little more hard, but we'll know, get we're there. here for the, we're here for the people. Yeah. 
All right. Is it a mousetrap time? I think it's punishment want, time. Uh, do you want to do, do, do do discuss do, next week's punishment? Let's discuss next week's punishment, and then we'll get to this week's punishment. Um, did you come with an idea prepared for next week? I mousetrap was my idea. I'll take credit for it. Okay. Um, but did you? I'll, I'll give you a, your chance to pitch an idea. I don't have anything great. I was thinking some sort of like food option that where yes. like you have to eat a certain amount of something in one sitting. You can't. But then, how do we translate that to the pod? Something along those lines. I'm also up for any suggestions that you maybe thought of. I was um, thinking uh, the pain aspects is appealing to me from a standpoint that it can be quick and it can be shot on camera. So yes. um, I'm thinking we do a uh, for for the next for this coming week for week the punishment for week five chest strip chest hair strip. Oh God! I means I gotta take my shirt off on camera, ladies. I mean, yeah. yeah, hey now, <laughs> pickle gals. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. We don't love any, any part of it. But again, I'm, I'm trying to think of ease of ease of doing and, uh, able to okay. be able to shot, be able to be shot with your web, with your webcam. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. Screw it. Let's do it. What else do we have to lose? All right. And we, and we can, we, I've also been thinking something like that. Either like a spicy thing or cinnamon challenge or. Um, something like the cracker challenge, the 10 crackers. Yeah. Cracker challenge. Um, we'll go, we'll go with the chest strip for now. If we, uh, if we come up with a better idea in the week, we'll tweet it out and we'll go from there. And if you have any better ideas, pickle pals, if you want to write into us again, that email address is, um, stickles, pickles, CFB at gmail.com. Write in, write us in with some suggestions Hit us up on Twitter, whatever you want to do. Get in touch with us somehow. We want to be a little more active with the community. Yeah, please. Um, and uh, you know, let us know if we are. Let give us your suggestions, and we can we can table it, and we'll shout you out if you come up with a good suggestion. Yep. Ooh, nervous. Get it, baby. Oh my gosh. I love that the brand is called Victory too. Yeah, when well. you, in fact, were not victorious. Or does it just say Victor? Oh, never mind. All right. All right. No, get that, just you, say Victor. Oh, shit. All right. Get that trap, in, get that trap oh, on camera. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking nervous. <laughs> oh, <All right>. fuck. <laughs> Ow! Ow! <laughs> like, cut my fingernail. Oh. I don't know if you can see it. Like, Put it up I to had, the camera. Put it up I, to the camera. I don't know if you could really tell. No, you can't. No. It's like under my fingernail. It's like oh. starting to bleed. I had my I had my like middle fingers like this and I caught my index finger so bad. And I and I, I was trying to set this up earlier and I got my thumb. I got hit twice for it. That's Damn, so rewarding. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh fucking. We're having friend. fun. Yeah. All right. And I had the best week of my life and still got the, still got trapped. <laughs> That's Dude. what it's about. Mousetrap, baby. All right. Oh, fuck. Good episode. Good episode. Thanks thanks for tuning in, Pickle Pals. Come back next week for all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. All right. Bye, guys.